My name is Misunderstood. I'm also known as Miss Nobody. And September is Suicide Awareness Month. In my opinion, every month should be dedicated to mental health awareness and suicide awareness. Because it's an ongoing situation that is prevalent throughout the year. We all know about mental health awareness. We all know about suicide awareness. But how many people actually ever think about the types of situations that actually brings on these situations? We've all known people who are suicidal. We all know someone who suffers from mental health issues. But do we know why? Do we care why? I believe that that's more so the problem than anything because no one really gives a damn about exactly what brings on these problems. We're all aware of these problems. But we don't seem to care enough about what brings on these problems. And that, my friends, is the exact origin of the problem. I understand that it's a tricky situation. But I think that knowing what brings on problems goes a lot further than knowing that someone has the problem. It is imperative, in my opinion, to know what brings on the problem. It's very unfortunate that a lot of times the people who have these problems, <clears throat> a lot of them comes from, a lot of it comes from um, denial, not on the person who has the issue side, but on the on the on the side of the people who could make a difference in their life. I know for sure there are people who have issues that they're dealing with in their life. And a lot of times it gets a lot worse because you don't have anyone who quote who who, who quote unquote cares enough. People reach out to therapists. That's why the therapist um, case workload is off the charts. That's why the lines at the crisis hotlines and the suicide hotlines don't stop ringing. Because they don't have enough people around them who cares. There are some people, in my opinion, a lot of people who oftentimes make situations worse for people who suffer with these type of issues because you get looked at like you're just tripping. You get looked at like you're wigging out behind nothing. You get looked at like you're making a big deal off of nothing. And nobody knows what bothers a person unless they tell you. But the problem with that is nobody wants to hear it. Nobody has time to hear it. Nobody even has the interest in hearing it. A lot of times when people are talking about things and when people have issues that they're dealing with, a lot of times they're afraid of judgment. So if the therapist can't handle it, and what I mean by can't handle it, they can handle it, but they can't handle the amount of people who are experiencing these types of traumas or this type of pain or these type of situations. They don't have time. There's not enough time in the day for them to get to everybody who needs help. That's where things like friends and family come into play. Unfortunately, that's usually where the problem persists as well. Because you have friends and family who will judge you before they help you. Yeah, at the beginning, they may be helpful. They may actually try to put a good effort in. But if you don't, quote, unquote, heal or get over it, or let it go in the amount of time frame that they think that you should, then you go into the judgment box. 
and they start talking about you and they start treating you a certain way. They start dismissing you. They start completely disregarding you. And when you're going through a crisis and you feel like you're sinking and you don't know which way to turn and you just need somebody, just a helping hand, someone just to know somebody gives a damn. And you look around and you have nothing on top of being, on top of understanding that you are going through something right now. It's crushing. It is absolutely crushing. And so what do you do? Some people snap. Some people pick up a gun. They pick up some pills. They pick up a knife. They pick up whatever. They may attack themselves or somebody else for that matter. And what happens when that happens? When that happens, what happens? You get automatically thrown into the category of fucking crazy. Nobody cares about how long you've been fighting to keep your head straight. Nobody cares about how long you've been dealing with this situation. Nobody gives a damn about how hard you've tried to keep your head straight. Nobody cares about that. All they care about is what they think they see and what you may be seeing and what you may be experiencing you may not know how deep it goes it's like an iceberg if you're standing on top of an iceberg yeah you see the peaks and the valleys of the iceberg you know it may be pretty it may look you know it may look tolerable but what's really going on and what's really ma- what really matters is beneath the surface. You may even an iceberg may look like you're able to to conquer it, to tackle it, to move it, to do something, but you don't see what's happening beneath the surface. Beneath the surface is a whole different ball game going on. There's a massive amount of things that are happening beneath the surface in which you cannot see. But you're just going to base this iceberg off of what you can see. It's not always about what we can see. Usually, it's what you cannot see. It's what's going on beneath the surface or behind the scenes. It's what's going on that's making the big difference in how you are responding or reacting to people or responding to things in your own life. A lot of times, oftentimes, it is exactly what you cannot see, what you don't acknowledge, what you don't recognize, what you don't think is there. How many times has someone been through a situation where on the outside, it looks like it's not that big of a deal. But when you are in that actual situation yourself, you and only you know exactly what the hell is going on. You know that it's more than what's beneath. I mean, it's more than what you see above the surface than than what meets the fucking eye. But how do you explain to somebody? How do you explain to somebody all the things that are going on? Nobody has time to hear that. Nobody even has the interest of hearing that. But just because people don't have the time or the interest to hear it doesn't mean it's not happening. Doesn't mean you're not affected by it. Doesn't mean it's not affecting your every single move. That's where the problem comes in with mental health awareness and suicide awareness. We judge people based off of what we see, what we think we see, what we think we know. And we're not interested in a lot, a lot of times in hearing about what's really happening beneath the surface because people get looked at like, oh, it's a sob story. Oh, you're just complaining. It's not that bad. But who can make that call? And because a lot of people... <clears throat> are so afraid of being judged because so many people have been judged for so long. People tend to keep it to themselves and deal with it the best way that they can. And a lot of times, the best way you can deal with it, it's not a good way at all. So what do you do when you're trying to deal with a situation the best that you can and it keeps getting worse? Or something else happens. It's already bad enough when you're dealing with a situation and you're barely dealing with it. You know, you're dealing with the best best you can, but you're not dealing with it all that great. And here, here comes something else that comes along that may be even worse.
something else on top of whatever else you're already dealing with. If you're barely making it through, as it is, the last thing you need is something else to come along and make it worse. But this is life. And for some of us, that's all life is ever about. Some of us don't have families that we could talk to. It doesn't mean you don't have a family. It just means you don't have a family you can talk to. Because people judge you. They go, you can only, the first ten words out of your mouth, they're already casting judgment on you. And there's this thing that I've come up with. I'm not a psychology major, but it's not hard to understand. It's this thing I call a disconnection of association. And it simply means whatever you're talking about is not my problem. It's not my problem. So I'm only going to have so much understanding, so much tolerance before I start to say, yeah, you're making a big deal off of fucking nothing. Because it's easy to, to judge Something is not being that serious when you're not affected by it. That's what the disconnection of association is. If someone falls and breaks their leg, you don't feel a damn thing. So whatever amount of pain they're in, you're not feeling any of it. So you can empathize with a person because you know that you know you don't have to break your leg to know that 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 it hurts. But maybe somebody who broke their leg, maybe it's excruciating. Maybe it's more than you think they should be. Um, more, they're putting more on it than you think that they should be. That's that disconnection of association. And because that disconnection of association happens, it brings on people's judgment. Because my problem ain't yours. But we always like to talk about, well, if it was me, I was this and if I was that. And if it was me, I wouldn't be this and I wouldn't be that. But it's not you. It's not you. So what does that give a person the right to judge another person on how they should handle the situation or how they should be affected by a situation when it's not you? Even people who have been through things themselves say, oh, well, you know, I went through such and such and it, well, I, I made it through. What, what the hell is their problem? Well, maybe you're not, your situation is not exactly like theirs. Maybe that person not as strong as you were. That doesn't give you the right to judge. Again, we all know about awareness with suicide and mental health issues. But I think that if we actually, as a people, started to give more of a darn about how, what what brings on those, those feelings and stop categorizing people as being, quote-unquote, crazy or tripping... It could make a big difference in the lives of others. It really could. Everybody's not up for a sob story. Everybody's not, I mean, everybody's not out for a sob story. But that's the way it gets looked at. Oh, you just want somebody to feel sorry for you. Why is it that when you tell your story, and if it's not a story of a positive nature, why is it always a sob story? Why is it always a feel sorry for me story, a woe with me story? Sometimes your situation is just that. That doesn't mean you want somebody to feel sorry for you. It just means that's the situation that you're facing right now. But people who judge automatically default to the whole woe is me. That's an awful feeling to be looked at like you're crying, woe is me, when all you're really doing is talking about your situation. Now, if you're talking about something positive, oh, you could talk about it all day long, all day, every day. And everybody, oh, yeah, that's a triumphant story. It's a victorious story. Oh, it's positive. It's positive. But the minute you don't have anything good to say, not because you're making it up, but because this is what's happening to you. Now, all of a sudden, you're feeling sorry for yourself. That causes mental health issues. That causes people to go into depression. Because you're getting looked at in a way that you don't deserve to be getting looked at. It's an awful, awful situation. And I recognize it. People who don't have... The same issues as someone with a mental health issue or who may be on the suicide end of an issue, the suicidal end of an issue. They don't understand that pressure. They don't understand because everybody understands ups and downs in life, right? But not everybody understands being down 
way fucking down and being so down that you don't know which way is fucking up and things just don't seem to get fucking better. The minute things, when people look at situations and they look at things and they say, oh, well, you know, everybody hits rock bottom and the only thing about going, hitting rock, only good thing about hitting rock bottom is the only way you can go from there is up. That is not true. People don't take into consideration people who hit rock bottom and go through it because they make it seem like you enjoy it, like this is your choice, like you made it this way. That is an awful feeling. That pushes people to suicidal thoughts. That causes mental health issues because there's nothing like trying your best and shit just don't work out. People want to, and I understand the whole positivity thing, people like to make it seem like, well, if you try your best, things will work out. It might work out like that for most people, but what about the people who don't? We don't ever like to talk about that type of stuff because that means you're feeling sorry for yourself. No, what about reality? I've also come to realize that there is a very, very thin line between reality and negativity. If you think the line between love and hate is is thin, well, the one between reality and negativity is even thinner than that. But nobody ever wants to uh, recognize that. Because it's too easy to judge you and say, well, you know, you're just feeling sorry for yourself. Quit feeling sorry for yourself. Stop this and stop that. What about if that's, what if you're not doing that? Do you think everybody in a bad situation who talks about it just wants to feel sorry for themselves? That is not the case. Some people are going through really rough times in their life and it seems like nothing that they can do, nothing that they do ever works. Does that mean they're not trying? But that's the way that people look at you. Well, if you're not, if you're not, you know, if you were really trying, things will get better. So nobody knows how that feels to really be trying your best. And stuff still doesn't get better. Because it's easier to look at you and say, well, you just weren't trying hard enough. You're just giving up. You just can't, you're just letting go. You just, that pushes people into mental health issues. How can we recognize that there are people out here with mental health issues and, and, and on a suicidal end of a situation and not acknowledge what made them, what put them there? Why? Because it's easier to just call somebody crazy. It's easier to just look at somebody and say, well, you're not trying hard enough or you're, you know, it's easier to judge. That's why. And that's sad. It's really, really sad. How can you acknowledge one thing, the effect, but not the cause? How do you do that? How can you acknowledge the effect, but not acknowledge the cause? Well, because it's a lot easier. Because people don't give a damn. If that's not my problem, I don't really give a damn why you're like that. I'm just looking at you for how you are, for how I see you. For some people, that pushes you way down. And I'm talking way down. If you already feel like you're in the damn pits, that's being treated that way. It sinks you even lower. But most people don't have that problem. People who don't have that problem, they have no idea what it means. What it what it what it um what it is to feel that freaking way. Because they're like, hell, everybody's been down. You're not the only one. You're not the only one who's down and out. You're not the only one. You're not the first one. That is the worst thing to say to somebody because you don't know why people need to stop making people feel like oh I just had one thing go down and now it's the end of the world now I'm just gonna die that is not how people are looking at it you don't know how long someone's been fighting you don't know how much effort you don't know how long but they always say well they always have an answer right they always have an answer well you just keep trying you do keep trying absolutely you keep trying but you don't know what number this person is on in trying Maybe your 35th time, things worked out for you. Maybe this person is on their 85th time. Why do people, and people seem to never want to acknowledge the fact that every time you try and it fails, it does something to you. Whether you want to fucking admit it or not, whether you want to give it any credence or not, it does something to you. Yes, you keep going. Yes, you keep trying. But every time you try and it fails, remind you, it's not like when you try and fail, things get better. No, 
it gets worse. But all people look at it's like they put the period in the wrong place. They're saying as long as you keep trying, things will get better. Well, what about when it doesn't get better? What about when it doesn't get better? You keep trying and you keep failing. It does something to you. It really, and it, it does something to you in such a way that nobody sees it. It doesn't show up on your face. It may show up in your, <clears throat> in your, in your, your, um, what do you call it? Your, um, your, your, your personality it may show up in your outright, your outlook or your, you know, it may show up like that. But at the same time, it doesn't show up. The damage does not show up. The damage and what you're really dealing with and going through. It doesn't really, it doesn't show up on you like that. Some people, it shows up on their facial expressions, but the damage, the true damage does not show up like that. So outside of you, people are like, you're just tripping. You're making a big deal out of nothing. But what they're calling nothing to you could be a deal breaker. It could mean the difference between life and death. A lot of times people don't care about that type of stuff. Because we all judge situations based off of what? Our personal situations. But is that really fair for you to judge the next person's situation based off of what you know and what you've been through? There are a billion different variables of ways the situations can go down. Why would you? And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I understand people being encouraging but sometimes, and I know this for a fact, sometimes even the most encouraging people can do a lot of damage because you try to encourage someone and you're, it's, like, it's like feeding someone medicine for the wrong, for, the, for, for something that they don't have. You're basing it off of an overall standpoint when what's really going on. There may be a specific situation that is going on that you're not interested in hearing about, knowing about, you don't even give a damn about. Or you're not the only person that's been through bad shit. You're not the only person that's been through something bad. You're not the only person who's down and out. And it's funny, like, where do they get that from? Why do you mean, what do you mean you're not the only person? Who ever said that? Who ever said that? Nobody's trying to act like somebody's the only person. But the only thing that somebody can do is deal with things the best that they can. The best that they can. And just because they may not be dealing with it the way that you think that they should be dealing with it, doesn't mean that they aren't trying. Doesn't mean that they aren't giving it their best. Sometimes the worst thing about giving it your best is when it don't work out and you get looked at like you just didn't, get, didn't do enough of whatever. It's awful. I wish there was enough time. I wish there were enough therapists. I wish there were, you know what? It ain't even about therapists. I wish that there were just enough people who gave a damn. Because I know for a fact, there are people out here who claim that they give a damn, but they do way more damage to a situation than they do good. And that's really unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. Telling somebody to just get over it and act like it didn't happen, or not worry about it, or not this and not that. That does not help. Some people even know how deep still waters run, and they still dismiss it. They still disregard it. Because, hell, it's a disconnection of association. It's not my problem. So just get over it. You still tripping off of that? Let that shit go. Those are the worst absolute worst things that you could say to anybody. Because while you're telling somebody to let something go, you don't know how hard or how deeply they are impacted by whatever's bothering them, by whatever's going on with them. You don't know how far it stretches. None of that.
Everything is easy to let go when it's not your problem. But that's where I'm like, where's compassion at? This world lacks compassion. So, I mean, it overall, yeah, it does. There is compassion, but there's not enough of it. You see compassion in the streets, in humanity sometimes, you do. But overall, personal compassion, I think a lot of times the people that are closest to us sometimes cause the most damage. And they claim that it's out of love. But, you know, I, I'm, I, disagree when, I disagree with hard love, tough love. I remember I saw a commercial. It was a Hershey's commercial, I think. And the girl, one of the girl ran into the house. And she was crying or whatever she was crying about. And um, she ran into the room. She closed the door. She shot. She closed the door. And she, she slammed the door, actually. And her mom came behind her and was knocking on the door. And she wouldn't let her in. And I think she got a Hershey's wrapper and she wrote something like, I love you, and just slid it under the door. That commercial made me cry. Because I don't know anything about that kind of compassion. I'm that kind of compassion. That's the type of stuff that I would do. But as far as receiving that kind of compassion, I don't know nothing about it. Because I don't come from that kind of background, unfortunately. And I'm not here to, I'm not trying, here to put my family down. I'm just being real. Why is it that when you be real about something, and if it's not anything that's a, you know, positive or, a, you know, helpful nature, and all of a sudden you're putting people down? I'm just speaking the truth. Because my background, my background is more so shut up and get over it. Yeah, I understand it was fucked up, but get over it. People have no idea how much worse that actually makes it. It makes it that much worse to be feeling like crap and just told to just basically suck it up and get over it. Let it go. When you let things go, it's a tricky thing. I get it. But even some things that we are expected to let go and that even some things we even want to let go of. It is extremely hard depending on how deep you are impacted by whatever it is that you're just expected to let go. Empathy makes a huge difference. It doesn't mean you want somebody to pat your tushy or, you know, make it all better for me. You know, wipe my nose, wipe my teeth. It doesn't mean that. Just knowing that somebody gives a damn outside of shut up and let it go, it can make a world of difference. It may not change your situation at all. It may not change your situation one iota, but just knowing that there's somebody who gives them or who understands and who is not judging you. It makes a world of fucking difference. I tell you what, it makes a lot better, a lot more um, a positive difference than it does being told to just shut up and get over it. Sometimes people are feeling their lowest. So when you're at your lowest point, and I mean your lowest, lowest point, the last thing you want to hear are the words, get over it. Let it go. Those words will send you into a, if you are, if you already hit rock bottom, it will send you through it. This I know for sure. It doesn't mean I want you to make my situation better. I mean, it, it would be nice, but it doesn't mean that you have to make my situation better. But just knowing that somebody gives a damn. It makes a hell of a difference. It amazes me how we all seem to acknowledge mental health issues suicide prevention but it disgusts me 
that the same people who, some of the same people who acknowledge this don't seem to give a damn about the underlying factors. The part that really can make the difference in somebody's life, they can, they get judged, talked about, laughed at. Nothing's worse than going through the worst part of your life and being looked at like, oh, you just tripping. <coughs> and then, and it is funny because, and it's not funny though, but it is, it's interesting that people sit there and judge people the way they do. I remember hearing about a lady who worked at an airport and she basically fed herself to the engine, the engine of an airplane, killed herself. She left a suicide note behind, stuffed to somebody's baggage. And I remember talking about it in front of some people. And the person that they said was, well, she was stupid, dumbass. She was tripping. Ain't nothing that serious. It ain't never that serious. How can people be so judgmental? It's because it's easy to judge, I guess. Because it's easy to fucking judge. It's easy to tell somebody how they tripping. It's easy to look at somebody like they wigged the fuck out or tweaked out or whatever's wrong with them. And the show takes a whole lot less in, a whole lot less effort than finding out what really happened. Because what if you found out what the person, what, what the reason why somebody did what they did? Maybe you could have been the, the, the changing factor in their life. What if you could have been that factor that stopped that girl from forcing, from, from, from feeding herself into the engine of an airplane? What if just one kind word would have turned her away from that airplane engine rather than turned her to it? People take pride these days in being cruel and heartless. A lot of, and a lot of the people who are cruel and heartless, they've been through things, but they don't have these problems. Whatever they went through, they were able to overcome. And no, I'm not saying it was easy, but whatever it was, maybe they had a support system. I've heard people, and it's weird because I hear people say this shit all the time. If it hadn't been for such and such and such and such in my life when I was going through it, I don't know how I would have made it through it. Well, what about when people are feeling like that and they're not as lucky as you to have a support system like that? What about when people are feeling like you were feeling when you were at the lowest point in your life and they had nobody? Or if they had somebody, it was just somebody telling them, shut up and get over it. Let that shit go. It makes a difference. It makes a difference, but when it's not your problem, you this thing called it's created. It creates this thing called a disconnection of association. It's not your problem, and that's the type of attitude. That's the type of stance that people take on it. Some people even recognize it. When I hear people say things like that, if it hadn't been for X, Y, or Z person, or if it hadn't been for such and such, I don't know how I would have made it through. Oh man. These are the same people that judge others who aren't as lucky as they were. Why? 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 How? How? Because when it's not your problem, you look at it through a different eye. When it's not your problem, you look at it through a completely different eye. And that's sad. It's really sad. Because we all need somebody. Everybody goes through, you know, bad times, dark times. But not everybody has the same type of, um, not everybody has the same type of support system. And it's very, very sad because sometimes when you're at that low point in your life and you're on that edge where you don't know whether to jump or whether to fall back, when you got one foot hanging off the cliff and the other foot on a banana peel 
And maybe all it may take is one simple, kind word. Just something. But you know, everybody's got a different way of showing quote-unquote love. And that's the crazy part. <laughs> that's the crazy part. Everybody's got a different way of showing quote-unquote love. Some people's love is tough as hell. And not everybody who is going through something is able to... Um, is able to take on tough love. I promise you that. Not everybody who was not everybody is equipped to take on tough love. Sometimes tough love does more damage than it does good. Not everybody who is going through something is equipped for tough love. No matter how necessary. And then I wonder, is it is tough love the only way that people know how to get through people? I really do wonder that. It's crazy how we become so frustrated with people's situations that we start treating them a certain certain way. Um, it amazes me. <laughs> it really amazes me. Not everybody going through bad stuff is equipped for that tough-ass love that some people so love to give. But it's funny because some of the same people who give this quote-unquote tough love can't handle it. They couldn't handle it if it was them. Why is that? Why do we do people like that? Some people know people who committed suicide and they break down crime. Or some people who were snapped because of a mental health crisis or mental health issue and they snapped the hell out. And now everybody's like, oh my God, what happened? What, what, what's wrong? What went wrong? What's this and what's wrong? But everybody wants to know what happened after the damage is done. What about before the storm happened? Nobody gave a damn because nobody wants to hear your quote-unquote sorrow, your shit, your, you feeling sorry for yourself. Do you really think that everybody who, who is going through something, who just needs a little bit of love in their life, is feeling sorry for themselves? Why does it get looked at as feeling sorry for yourself? Why is that? And everybody recognizes how overloaded the mental health crisis people are. Everybody recognizes that. But nobody gives a damn about stopping it. Oh, they, they care about stopping it, but not, not as far as their interaction goes. Because a lot of it, I believe, it starts at home. If you don't have anybody at home, then that's one thing. But a lot of people who are going through mental health issues, they got family at home, but they just don't give a damn. Family, unfortunately, will turn their back on you and love you at the same damn time. When you're at your rock bottom, when you smacking rock, rock bottom left and right, the last thing you need is somebody to turn their fucking back on you. And what I mean by turning their back on you, they don't even want to hear. When you start talking about what's wrong with you, and when you even, if you, hell, you ain't even got to talk about it. If you even have a certain expression on your face. People, they don't, they, they shut you out. They ain't got nothing to say to you. <laughs> they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to hear it. But they claim they, they, they say they love you though. And the whole other part about it is, but they'll talk about you. Oh, they'll talk about you. They'll talk about you all day. <laughs> they will talk about you all day and all fucking night. But as far as talking to you, no. Because they don't want to hear it. Because everything for them, it's just as simple as get over it. Let it go. Quit tripping. It's just that simple. You don't know the person's been, why? 
is the world like that? And then they have the audacity, the audacity to wonder why the crisis is out of control the way it is. A lot of us have the power within us all to bring them numbers down. We uh, inside of us have that power to lower the number of mental health issues, mental health crisis situations, suicide situations. We and ourselves have the power to change that. We just don't have the interest to do it. Mm. I'm not saying it applies to everybody, but it applies to a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. <clears throat> because somebody's tripping off of something longer than you think that they should be tripping off of. They're tripping off something harder than you think that they should be tripping off of. But you know what? I think, <clears throat> I also think that if there was a, if there was a magic wand, and you will be able to bippity boppity boo some people into your situation. Wouldn't it be interesting to see how well they dealt with it? But see, a lot of times when you go through situations, you can't. You go through situations. It's hard to explain. <laughs> it's hard to explain situations and why we trip up them the way that we do. Oh, it's damn hard. It's damn hard because a lot of stuff. <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> a lot of times when we go through situations, they get looked at like, are you still seriously tripping off of that? Like, let that go. It's not that serious. It's never that serious <clears throat> when it's not you. How hard or easy is it to explain a situation in its entirety to explain the effect that it has on you? How hard or easy is that? You can tell someone, oh, such and such hit me. And everybody knows nobody wants to be hit, right? But you will never be able to explain the impact that that hit had on you. So if you're affected by it more than people think you should be affected by it, people start looking at you like, damn, it was not that. I mean, yeah, I get it. It happened. It wasn't cool, but get over it. Well, maybe that wasn't the first time. Maybe that was just one of many. But nobody wants to hear about all the other times it happened. Nobody gives a damn about that. All they talk about is this one time, what they call one time, and that's the thing. How many how many situations happen like that? Situations are recurring situations, one after the fucking other. One after the other. And every time you explain it to everybody that you try to talk to, every time is the first time. Oh, wee! How many people can relate to that? Every time is the first time. That's how they treat it. So what you're talking about, what you're talking about, whether it's the first, 15th, 30th, 50th time it happened, every time you talk about it, it's the first time. That's how people receive it. So now you look like you're bitching about something that's not that goddamn serious, and it's tearing you apart. It's like abuse over and over and over and over. And then people say things like, well, you know what, you you have control of that. Maybe you don't. How many people have ever been in situations where you are actually stuck in a situation where a person has the advantage to overdo you? How many people know about those situations? Probably not enough to make a difference. But it happens. Oh, baby, it happens. Everybody likes to make it seem like, oh, if you're in a bad situation, you stay there and that's on you. What if you are stuck in that situation? What if it's your living condition? What if it's a family situation? What if it's a family setup? What if it's a situation where you don't have the option to say, hey, I'm going to go and leave and relieve myself of this situation? What if it's a situation that involves your children? What if it's a situation that involves your children's family? You don't have the option to just walk away from that. People need to stop acting like every situation is a situation where you could just say, hey, you know, I'm not going to just deal with this. I'm going to excuse myself from it. Every situation is not that easy. It's not that simple. But that's how people treat it. And so you're drowning. One thing after another is happening to you. But every time, it, it, matter, matter of fact, it might have gotten to the point where now, even when something happens, don't nobody want to hear it. But it's tearing your ass up. Left and right. Every time it happens. Now, nobody wants to hear you because here you come with this shit again. 
Oh, we. So you're drowning in a situation and you can't just dismiss yourself because you're stuck in the situation. You are glued to the situation. What if, like I said, what if it's a situation with, situation with your kids? Not your kids doing it, but maybe it's your kids' family that's doing it to you. What you gonna do? Just dismiss yourself as a parent? No, you're not. Some situations people are actually stuck in, but people get looked at like they choose to be in it. No, that's not the case at all. Awareness goes way further than just knowing about a situation. Oh, it does. It does. So what happens when you're drowning in a situation, in a recurring situation, that you basically have no control? The only thing that you have control over is yourself. So the only thing you can do is convince yourself that you're not tripping off of what you're tripping off of? Yeah, good luck with that. Let me know how that turns out. The only thing that you can do, because you cannot just change the dynamics of your unfortunate situation, is to act like you ain't tripping off of something that, that's got you tripping. Really? Okay. And that's what people expect you to do. because And now, you ain't got nobody to talk to because every time you talk about this stuff, here, what, what now? Sometimes people don't even realize the hurt that they cause and just their response to you. Their response can tell you whether or not you can talk to them. That's real talk. Sometimes before you even say a word, you can tell by a person's response to you or, or a person's um, initial response to you that they don't really want to hear what the hell you got to say. Because all they're hearing is, this, hear this motherfucker come with more shit. It's always something with them. There are some people that it is always something. That doesn't mean it's by choice, though. That does not mean it's by choice. But that's how you get looked at. That's how you get judged. That's how you get talked about. And here you go on your spin out. Your mental spin out. Your mental drainage. That causes mental health issues too. But those never get acknowledged. No. You're just tripping. Why you... you it should be illegal to classify somebody's mental health situation and them just tripping. That should be completely illegal. And then it's crazy because the minute you snap out or the minute that you let loose or the minute that you act like, you know, you start showing any type of emotion about it, now you're the tweaker. Now you're tripping. Now you're getting in line for the damn mom, what do you call it? For the mental health, mental health crisis people. Now you need some help. Now you're on the crisis. Now you're on the phone with the crisis hotline people. Now you're on the phone with the suicide people. Now you're looking at yourself like, what the hell is happening in my life? And you know what's happening to your life, but nobody gives a damn. And the mental health crisis people, oh, trust me, I know this for sure. The mental health crisis people, you get 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes to tell a story that's going to take days. And so you're shut out again. And the only thing that you are able to deal with, the only thing that you are for sure forced to deal with is your situation. Just, just you got to shut up about it. What do they think happens when you shut up about a situation? What do people think it does when you just shut up? It goes away? Do they think it gets better? You don't think, so for surely nobody else is thinking about it. But what do they think, it, what do they think is happening to the person that is happening to, that's experiencing this trauma? What do they think is happening to it? Does it just really just go away like that because you're not talking about it? No, it eats you alive from the inside out. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what it does, babe. So when I hear people say stuff like, oh, you know, just shut up and let it go. Quit tripping. Leave it alone. That's easy for everybody to do except for the person that's going through it. <laughs> that's just a convenient thing. That's just something people say to you because they don't want to hear what's going on with you. Some people don't even give a damn about the about the, 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 the dynamics of a situation. Well, it's a disconnection of association. It's not your problem. But we have to do better. We have to stop thinking like that. We also have to stop thinking that just because the situation turned out a certain way for you, that everybody else is as lucky. And yes, I call it lucky. 
you have to stop thinking that everybody else's situation is just as it's just it's just as lucky as yours was, even in the worst times of your situation. Because if you have somebody that was there for you, if you had any type of support system, you have no way of understanding a person who does not. You have no way of understanding how a person feels who does not. You have no way of understanding how a person can cope or tries to cope from a situation where they have no type of emotional support. Emotional support plays an, an extremely big role. An extremely big role. But when it's not your problem, Oh, well, I guess it's not that big of a deal to everybody except for the person that's going through it. Mental health awareness, suicide awareness month. I think it's great to be aware of it. I think that being aware of it is, 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 is very, is, is very uh, critical. But what's even more critical is not the what, but the why. Why is what makes the difference. Why? Because that brings clarity to all the situation, to, to every bit of the situation. Yeah, we can say all day, oh yeah, something such has a mental health issue. Why? Oh yeah, something such as suicidal. Why? That's the part that not enough people care about. Just something I want you guys to think about. <clears throat> I'm misunderstood, y'all. AKA Miss Nobody. I invite you guys to check out more of my shows. I talk about a lot of stuff. You can also reach me if you'd like to talk. If you have questions, if you just want to chat. My email address is wyldchyyld77 at gmail.com. I'm always open. I'm always here. I'm always willing to talk, especially to those who are in need. Especially to those who are in the, because I know how it feels to need someone and not have anybody. Nobody. I know the feeling of being at your lowest point and feeling like you are about to freaking lose it. And just be able, if just wishing you had one person to reach out to. And looking around and noticing that you have nobody. I know the pain. So I'm here. In the meantime, feel free to check out the rest of my shows. I got almost 200 of them, y'all. I'm almost at 200 shows. And um, I would love for you guys to hear. I'd love to hear feedback. Um, <clears throat> if there's anybody out there who has an open forum, um, I'm, I'm, I'd love to hear about that too. I'd like to start a discussion on these types of situations because people are going through it. I'm so tired of hearing about people's downfalls and... <clears throat> And, and hearing and, and knowing that, that people don't have anyone to talk to. I want to be that open mic. I want to be that open person. I'm that open ear. I want to be there for people who need people. So if there's some type of discussion group that's going on that I don't know about, let me know about it. Again, y'all, I'm misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. Y'all stay up. Take care.